2: Ah. Uh, uh, good morning and welcome to episode 9. 6 2 of down 2 dunk. You can find us on the Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to www. TheAthletic.com backslash down to dunk to get The Athletic for three ninety nine a month. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Like I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo!
3: Slam through Taylor. Gosh, I can't wait for spring to come. I was just reminiscing about the beautiful herb garden I had when I was growing up. Man, good times. Baby, come back. Boom, boom, boom. Any kind of fool could see there was something in everything about. Slam through.
0: And Jay, it's Jay. It's- so it's time, like T H Y M E. Thyme. Time. Yeah, thymes. Yeah, huh. So that then, was a reach, a little bit, but not a
3: a
2: reach. Not not,
0: not your best.
4: Yeah, that, that didn't it didn't land super hard.
3: But. I feel like maybe you guys didn't come with the energy that was needed to. Accept. You know, Luke's Luke's yelling at the beginning was maybe his worst. Here's
2: the problem is that <laughs> it was he
0: had to catch his breath in the middle of it.
2: Here's the problem is that it's not it's. I'm still getting used to the new thing, and I I forget it normally. I have to do it twice. And so it caught me off guard that I have to start
0: yelling so quickly after I oh, I the point. I'm, noise. I'm
4: giving you signals. I know, but I
0: forget. What's hard is last week you came with your best intro, I know. maybe of all time.
2: You know, it's just uh, I got to be better. You know, I got to bring that energy every week, and I didn't. And I'll be better. I'll learn my lesson. But Andrew doesn't remind you before he plays it the first time, and I I didn't have to. Re-record I have to
4: remind guy. you every week for like ten weeks.
3: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, of course. The, the Thunder 9 and 11, 12th in the Western Conference.
3: Not bad enough.
4: They beat the, uh, yeah. the Houston Rockets 104 to 87 on Wednesday night, which was a, just a strange time of basketball watching. Uh, they currently sit at bottom 10 in both offensive and defensive ratings still. I guess they're not bottom 10 in defensive rating, according to Basketball Reference. They're 12th, worst.
3: Oh, God. That's getting better, isn't it? It's gotten a little better. Oh, no. It's
4: gotten a little bit better. But they still have the 29th-ranked offense in the NBA. Good. Thank you. So, so their expected win-loss, the Basketball Reference, does an expected win-loss based on, I think, betting odds and things of that nature. And they should be 6-14. and 14 or is what the expected win-loss says. So the Thunder have had some luck, and they've had some just some straight-up really good games.
3: Well, and let's see. The the games that we had to postpone are a Rockets game, and Mm -hmm. what's the other one? 76ers? No, wait, what was Mm -hmm. the other one? What's it that one? 76ers, yeah. So those could be two more losses as well, Mm -hmm. hopefully. Crossing our fingers here.
4: This is true.
2: You never know.
3: You know, the
0: good thing, the good thing as I look at it, though, is is even being 9-11, and if they go on a three or four game losing streak, Mm -hmm. uh, they are right there in the bottom. And I think you brought it up. I think this is a dream team conversation. So but you talking about the fact that uh, there's only two kind of what you would say are guaranteed tank teams. Does that make sense? And that was that. Was that when that was? I think you look at Minnesota and Detroit. Now, would you say Minnesota would be a team? I think that you're probably right in the sense that they're too far gone to try to pull anything back. But talk about a team that's been ravaged by injury and COVID. Like Mm -hmm. their best player hasn't played but four games all season. He's also out tonight against the Thunder. Uh, It's just one of those things. Like I could see them, and they're not too far. I mean, they're six games. Six and a half games out of the playoffs, you've got, you know, a little bit of a shot, like if you went on a run, but you've got to see what you have before you can do that. So that's if if your goal for the Thunder is to get a top five, uh at least a shot at a top five pick, which I think is the goal. Uh it's not it's not as far out of reach, even though some of these games where they play like the Rockets, it's like uh what is happening? Mm-hmm. Like that's a, a game that you would expect to lose, and the Rockets come back last night and just throttled uh, the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. And John Wall was back, and and all those things, you know, that apparently makes them an entirely different team. Um, but it's not it's not one of those things where I'm I'm concerned at this point as far as their ability to get into that bottom five of the league. So what do you? I mean, how do you guys feel about that?
2: I feel like you just used the phrase right there in the bottom.
3: I feel like every week you've been throwing stuff out there and Luke and I have to put our chastity belts on. <laughs> you're,
2: you're, you're doing this on purpose, Jay. I yeah, do, I you I truly are.
3: believe.
4: So I would tend to agree Chum in the water. with you, Jay, that I don't think that you can worry because really the only teams that I think that you can have real concern about for sure being below the Thunder in the standings are Minnesota and Detroit. And Washington's there, and if you go to like if you go to Tankathon, you feel worried because they're at like eleventh right now. But if you really take a look at who the teams are, what the records are, I think that they're they still definitely have a shot because like Chicago wants to win games, Orlando wants to win games, Miami wants to win games. Uh, there's a lot of these teams that. And it's like aligned through the organization. Like everybody wants to win. Of course, the players and the coaches want to win. That's every single organization. That's what they all want. That's what they have to do. That's their job is to win games. But as far as like front office alignment, Minnesota would have liked to win games. I think they still would like to win games, but I think that they can, you know, say that they have been one of the casualties of this season with regards to wins and losses. But the Mavs will be better. The Pelicans so, will be better.
3: Why couldn't that be us? Why <laughs> can't Why can't it, we be Minnesota and be five and sixteen?
4: Well, I think I'll so.
0: tell you what franchise I don't want to be. Just <laughs> this one year, Jay. Oh, okay.
4: I mean, I think that some of it, some of it is that they have had some luck in the in the crunch in clutch time. Yeah, I mean that has been certainly a part of and this.
3: They try really hard.
4: They do. They have a really good coach and they're, and they're bought in. So, I mean, and that is not the worst thing in the world. I think it's really good for development.
0: Yeah, that's well. It's good for development, but it's also like if you think about this and extrapolate it forward to when they do get two or three of these kind of franchise changing guys or one or two of these guys to have a coach and coach Dagnalt, Dagnalt, uh, that is able to get what he's getting from these guys uh, is going should, should um really set you up to have the coach that you want for the next decade of this new run, um uh, just as far as what he brings to the team. And by every indicator that that we're seeing is he is, I mean, he is the guy for this franchise moving forward. like he just he carries himself really well. I think he's getting out of the team the kind of basketball that you want to see. Uh, in this next era of the Thunder. I don't know. I just, that that is one of the things that's both can be frustrating. uh, If you're looking at them pulling out wins where you're like, what in the world? They didn't have Shea Gilded. They didn't have their top two players and beat the Rockets. Yeah. You know, but, but if you're looking long-term as far as finding the right coach, I think Sam, I I mean, I would say obviously 20 semi games into the first season of his career is that all indications are is that we've got a good one and coach Mark. So, yeah,
4: He's good for. He's at least good for this stage of the team.
3: I think he he might be too good for this stage of the team.
4: No, no. I mean, we, he's he's good for development of players. I, yes. think, I think it remains to be seen. I mean, Kenny Atkinson. Two years ago, everybody was like, "Man, the coach, the the Nets have one of the best coaches in the league, one of the best guys in the NBA." And the minute that they get good players, <laughs> it's like okay
0: they get a play yeah and it, yeah but don't you think don't you think some of that is because of the way they got their good players like if spencer did and karis laver and jared allen became their guys uh that were that were like elite championship caliber players i think it may be a different conversation when you bring in from the outside Kyrie, uh james well not james harden necessarily at that point but Kevin Durant I think it puts a different kind of uh expectation for the coach to yes. where you need a name it's the same thing like there were rumors that Kevin Durant didn't love Billy Donovan because of you know Billy Donovan's college coach didn't have pro experience kind of thing like I think that that Kenny Atkinson may still be there if those guys that were already there that were kind of grew up in the system uh which is by all indications how the Thunder are going to grow uh I just think that there there's a chance that he could have grown with them maybe so it's, but me I mean I, it's that's possible. I guess. just yeah. I
4: just think that there's there are just vastly different jobs to coach like a contender and to coach a team like this and I think that there's guys that are fit for jobs like this and there's guys that are fit for you know coaching big time players and and coach Degnault could become that i w- I just would be skeptical because I think like Scott Brooks was great for the development of this team. And I think that that you could argue that they held on to him for too long. That if they would have hired a different coach, you know, two years earlier, like things could have been different. And so I just I, I know the Thunder learned a lot from their first run. And I just wonder what exactly they had learned about coaching and that and that coaching change in particular, I wonder what they yeah. learn from it.
3: You know, it's so interesting too. I mean, how different would the entire franchise and the team be if we had won in if we beat Golden State and went to the finals and won yeah. or if Russ didn't get hurt and they won with Scott Brooks that mm-hmm. in 13 you wonder like would Scott Brooks still be here or would he not be would he be on a good team? I mean, okay, so look at Doc Rivers. He won with the Celtics mm-hmm. in 2008 and basically got 10 years to do whatever he wanted to do and then it was just last year that people were starting to be like is doc rivers maybe not a good coach Mm -hmm. and now he's on the 76ers and it's wow look what doc rivers has been able to do if you win one championship you get so much wiggle room and so much time to do whatever i mean the without a doubt
4: it's it's what matters most
3: it's what matters most and i wonder if scott brooks would still be here if they had won I think there'd be statues. On probably not. Probably not. I
4: would. I don't it, think so. And also like Doc Rivers has had success everywhere. I just. Yes. You look, he, you look at the situation in Washington.
3: But I not, mean with the Clippers though, he had really good regular season teams, but they never really. Yeah. yeah. Much.
4: Doc, I mean, I'm just saying Scott Brooks hasn't had a good regular season team even
3: since. OKC. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I agree, but I wonder if Scott Brooks coaches differently if he wins a championship in 2013. I mean, I think you everything know. changes
4: for everybody. Probably
3: everything changes. Butterfly effect.
4: Butterfly effect.
3: Great movie. Great movie. Uh-huh. Is it? Gosh, man that that movie like gives me nightmares though. The mailbox part. I I know I kind of remember,
2: it, but I have not seen it. In probably you blocked it years. out. You blocked it out, yeah,
3: dude. Too scary. Too scary.
4: That's good um, for you. Hey, Luke, can I borrow your music for my game? Sure. All right.
3: But you got to pay. Okay. In non-fungy tokies. So
4: <laughs> this week, Fred VanVleet became the all-time single-game scoring leader for the Raptors. Wow. He scored, what did he have? 654 54. So he joined the 50 club. So it made me wonder, and my friend Peter would text me about this. made made us wonder who who leads the each team in like single game scoring so i found a list for the whole franchise for For all time all time okay so i thought we'd go through some teams and see i'm gonna give each of you one guess oh god all right and let's see how many we can actually get Okay, so okay. we're going to try to go pretty quick. So okay. we'll start with the Brooklyn Nets. Everybody gets one guess as to who has scored the most points all time for the Brooklyn Nets.
3: Gosh, I
2: guess I'll say Vince. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll say that it's already
0: Kevin Durant.
3: Okay. Oh, shoot, that might be right. Jamon?
0: Jaymon. I was gonna go with Vince Carter, but let me say Kyrie Irving. It's Darren Williams. He scored 57 points.
4: 57? Yep. Wow, Darren. Great All job, right. dear. Charlotte Hornets. Oh no. Don't think too hard on this one. Kimball Walker. Kimba Walker is correct. Jamon okay. with one
3: point. Keep, oh. keep your own score. Okay, okay. Okay.
4: okay some of these you're gonna to have to have a quick trigger on.
3: Oh gosh. Okay. Okay. okay.
4: Chicago Bulls,
3: Michael Jordan. Got Michael it. Jordan.
4: Keep, keep yes. your keep that's your own important. score. Cleveland Cavaliers, LeBron, LeBron James. James. Yes, we'll give that to l Man because okay. you're tied. <laughs> you.
2: That's two points for me. I'm keeping. Dallas it. Mavericks, yeah. Dirk
0: Yep,
4: that's Dirt. Tayshaun. Denver Nuggets,
3: Carmelo.
2: No.
0: Wow. Nikola Jokic.
2: No. Uh Carl Malone. That's not no. <laughs> That still counts as your guess. <laughs> You're just thinking of Mountain Teams. I know. You're thinking of Mountains, dude. David
3: Thompson.
4: David Thompson scored 73 points in a game. Whoa. Holy
3: moly. Yeah.
4: Detroit Pistons.
3: Oh, that's going to be hard. Isaiah Thomas? No. Nope. Detroit. Oh, it's probably kind oh.
4: of should I give you a hint? He was traded for a guy that played for the Washington Wizards back mm-hmm.
3: in the day traded for a guy who played for the Washington Wizards back in the day but they weren't the ba- the Washington Wizards they were I'm not even gonna do I can't even think about this
4: alright 3, 2, Sheed, Richard or Hamilton Jerry Stackhouse
0: oh. Stackhouse Stacks,
4: Stacks dude traded for Rip Hamilton uh, Next one, Golden State Warriors. Steph. N- Steph. No. Guys, come on.
0: Huh? Clay Thompson.
4: No. Guys.
0: Baron? Baron
1: Davis. No. Golden-
4: Think- you- Before you were born, my man.
0: Oh. Will Chamberlain? Yeah, yeah, Will. You
3: guys c- you
4: couldn't even give L-Man a chance. He was about to say it. No, it's not. He was about say to say it. No. I saw the W, and, and he was... He's so disappointed. Gosh, yeah, goodness. Will Chamberlain, 100
0: points. Wow, 100 points. Wow.
4: Yeah. Remember the sign? You know the sign? Oh. Houston Rockets.
0: James Harden. James Harden.
4: Yes. Tayshaun. Indiana Pacers. Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller is correct. Four. Killing it. If You guys get this one. This is double the points if you get it. <laughs> Clippers.
3: Oh, man.
4: For double the points,
3: double the points for the Clippers. I'll give you a hint:
4: This happened in nineteen ninety.
3: Oh God, nineteen ninety. I, I, don't. I have no idea who's on the Clippers in yeah, nineteen ninety. That's
4: why it's worth
0: double the points. I have no guess.
4: All right, Charles Smith.
3: I
0: was about to say that. <laughs>
2: uh,
4: Los Angeles Lakers. Kobe. Kobe Bryant. That's right. Uh, 81 points, obviously. Great game, uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Hmm. I'll I'll tell you what year this happened in. This happened in 2007, and this is I think this is the lowest total for any franchise. It's only 45 points. Is it pow? It's not pow. That counts as your guess.
0: Rudy Gay.
4: Rudy Gay is incorrect. <laughs> Luke, I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. Kendrick Perkins sat on this man.
2: Kendrick Perkins.
4: (laughs) That counts as your guess? I don't know how Kendrick Perkins would sit on himself. And he also never... dude, it's happened before. It's very painful. And he also never played for the Grizzlies.
2: (laughs) I thought it was a trick
3: question.
4: No, Mike Miller scored 45 points in 07. Oh,
3: wow. Great job, Mike. Rookie of the year. In a loss. Well, of course. Yeah.
4: Uh, Miami Heat, Dwayne Wade. No, nope. Dwayne Wade, LeBron James. LeBron James, good job, <laughs> oh, man. Oh wow. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Before you guess, I'm going to tell you this happened in 2006, and the guy had zero assists when he scored 57 points
0: in 2006. Brandon Jennings. No. no, no Ray
4: no. Allen. No. I have
0: no idea. Bob Sura.
4: Ray Allen was with the Sonics at that point. Was he
0: with
3: the, was he there at that point? My
2: bad. His
4: L- man, his last name is the is the name of a color.
2: Oh dang it. Uh Dave Dave Yellow Dave Yellow. Michael Red.
4: <laughs> Dave Yellow. David Yellow. Yellow. Michael ah, what Red. Have, yeah, I would have Michael accepted Red. David Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> no, Michael Red scored fifty seven points. He was awesome. Uh Minnesota Timberwolves. Kevin Garnett? No.
3: Hmm. Oh, Kevin Love.
4: No. Oh. He has three names, L. Man.
2: Ricky, Ricky, (laughs) yellow. No, think about
4: it. I don't know. Yes, you do.
2: Scored 56 in
4: 2018.
2: Three names. Three names.
0: I don't know. He's We've already talked about him in this podcast.
4: He's not playing tonight because he had COVID. Carl Anthony Towns scored 56 points in 2018. He had 56 and 15 in that game. Whoa, baby. Sick. Pelicans. Don't
3: mm, think too hard on Anthony this. Davis? Yes.
4: L-Men. New York what, Knicks. What was the answer?
3: New York Knicks? New York oh, Knicks. Oh, gosh. This is a... Uh... Oh, um...
4: The hint is this happened in 2014.
2: I know who oh. this is. I know who this is.
0: It's uh. Jeremy Lin? No.
2: No.
4: <laughs> in that's your guess Jamon. 2014
3: am I, am I overthinking this yes carmelo yes that's it okay. he scored oh, six. Really? Oh, see, I, I thought it was so nice yep. i was thinking it was the guy uh the dude in the 90s uh, he scored 62 not patrick ewing i mean before that. john starks the previous
4: record was bernard king bernard king that's who scored i was thinking 60 of. on christmas but then mellow um surpassed him.
3: Wow, the legendary Nick Carmelo Anthony.
4: Oklahoma City Thunder. Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook. Ding ding.
2: That's eight. <laughs> That's eight. <laughs> how, how what was his what was the score?
4: Uh he that scored. Happens a lot. Russ did let's see.
3: 56? No. Because huh. KD had 54. That was his top here. And he got 54, like two or three times couldn't get past it. Mm-hmm. The 54 bubble. We've all oh, been 58,
4: there. 58, 58. Yeah. 58 was the total, um, Orlando magic, Dwight. No, Dwight. Shaq. No, come on, Jay. Okay. This Is happened this? in 2004, Jay. Oh, <laughs> of course. Tracy McGrady. T-Mac. Yeah. yeah 62. Philadelphia 76ers.
0: Allen Iverson. No. It's not. Oh, yeah. That's This is all
4: all before we were born.
3: Oh, uh, Dr. J?
4: No. Hmm. In the 60s, Luke. I have no idea. This is the name you were about to say earlier, but you I you got cut off.
2: I was about to say earlier.
4: Yeah. <laughs> It was the 60s.
2: What's the only player you,
4: you were know from the so, 60s? You were so mad that Taylor said the name before you even had a chance to say it.
3: The only player from the 60s that you would know.
4: He is a stilt.
2: <laughs> I'm not. I'm not giving myself. <laughs> Chamberlain. The only? <laughs>
4: uh, Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker. Devin Booker is correct. Oh. He scored 70 in a game. Portland Trailblazers. Dame Lillard. Damian Lillard is correct. Good job, Jay. That's two in a row. Sacramento Kings, if you get this, this is worth ten points.
0: Hmm. Oh gosh, that Earl the Pearl? No. So it seems like since it's worth that many that it's kind of hard to get is my assumption.
4: That's how this works. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Just say Vlade oh, Divac gosh. and let's move on. 10 seconds. 10, 9, Pedro 8, no, Ooh. 7, 6. Come on, Luke? Luke. Come on, you can get this, Luke. 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Jack Twyman.
3: <laughs> oh, Jack Twyman. <laughs> Jack Twyman. <laughs> Spurs. Timmy. No. Oh, dang it.
0: George um, Gervin. No. no, I have no idea. David Robinson.
4: David Robinson is incorrect. The answer is David Robinson. <laughs> Robbie's son, David. <laughs> David. <laughs> Toronto Raptors. Fred Van Vliet. No, yes. Is it? Well, yeah, he, that's why oh, we're yeah, playing no. the game. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly why we're playing the
3: game. <laughs> Utah Jazz. Carl. Nope. Really? Huh. Must be AK forty seven then. <laughs> no, this is this is in the seventies. Uh, I'll just back.
0: I'll just back away. Okay, Luke. Pistol uh, Pete. Pistol Pete Maravich.
3: Yeah, <gasps> take
4: it. You did it. Washington. Wow. Washington Wizards. This happened in two thousand six. Gilbert. Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert. Yep.
3: Jay, why did you back off? You were about to say it.
4: That's it. Nine. That's the game. Yes! I got nine. Taylor points wins. J.
3: I got ten. Oh my god, Luke won. <laughs> we kept
4: our own score. I win. Oh let's uh, let's go to our most famous segment, and that is
2: back to it, bigger
3: Hey guys! Welcome. This season has not been fun. <laughs> no, it has not been fun. Now, I know what you're thinking, of course, this hasn't been fun. They're literally trying to be bad. But my argument has nothing to do with wins and losses. It has to do with style and an appropriate acknowledgement from a team's ownership, front office and coaching staff that basketball is entertainment. Hmm. It's the number one thing. That basketball is Mm -hmm. now there are teams that have a record under 500 that are way more fun than this team. This is just to show you, you can be a bad team and be fun. Okay. Charlotte, Atlanta, Cleveland, New York. Yeah. Even New York is more fun to watch Washington. That's a recent development. New Orleans.
4: How is New York more fun to watch? You're going to have to really sell me on that.
3: Hey man, they're getting triple doubles. They're getting highlights. Do you think we're popping up on any highlights? Uh, do you Did think you we're popping up Ro- on a night on a one night of Sports Center? Yes. So no. That,
4: yes, it's happened.
3: Well, Isaiah Roby, yeah, that one, the crossover, the he dunk.
4: broke. He just absolutely broke. Nick, Vucevic. so is that
3: fun to you? <laughs> fun, yeah. That was fun for that one time, and then you're like, well, that was Isaiah Roby.
4: I just don't think the Knicks are. Uh, the, I think the Knicks and the Thunder are on the
3: same level of fun. Okay, I'll let you have it. Okay, uh, New Orleans and Mavericks. Oh, New Orleans New Orleans is fun? Still more fun. Zion is just so much more fun. Brandon Egram and Zion just being on the court is so much more fun.
4: Yeah, I guess. You know it. You'd re- like. I've seen a few other games that have been misery.
3: Oh, absolutely. Every one of our games has been misery.
4: <laughs> Not <laughs> I true. Just, I Except just the very start
3: of the season. I feel I like the argue. start of the season was pretty fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. I think the only reason you're saying that. that is because of the expectations you bring to this team. Like if you were pulling for them to be decent, you would enjoy certain games far more. Now I'll give you this the Houston game, not fun. Not fun at all. I don't want to watch Justin Jackson shoot the ball. Dude, the last two and weeks have not been fun at all. I don't know, man. Me watching Shay like watching weeks. Shea do work against the Knicks and the Nets was a blast. It, yeah, but like, let's go. Shay. Which was more than two weeks ago, probably. But like,
3: let's, let's like really go all, for it. Is this though. all
4: that, is this, what do you mean they really go for it?
3: Like, he's doing well. He's playing too seriously and deliberately. I need him to let loose
0: and show us what he's got. He, I want to, I want you to get he out of He's in all star consideration. Like, no, he's this playing. Dude, <laughs> what no. do you want from
3: him? I want him to put up 25 shots. I want to see. Him not, get forty. You're not gonna see it, man. What did what Alex said uh, last night? Kelly Oubre has more points at 34, or was it 40? 40.
4: Yeah, Kelly Oubre is a gunner, man. I. So let's see. What's the point? She's not a of gunner though. Shay it's be- not in his basketball DNA. All
3: right. You know that's not. You know. I mean. I mean. I know, but I want someone to do it. I thought this year we'd at least get like. Okay, Baisley's trying more things. Like Baisley's really going. Listen,
4: they have a lot of guys that understand the game and want to play it the right way that's just that's just the nature of this team they don't have the only gunner they have is hamadou diallo Mm
3: -hmm. and they and
4: they are trying to they are they've actually done a really good job with him this year they're really trying to rein him in Mm -hmm. and teach him like his spots on the court it's he still is taking mid-range jumpers with 18 left on the shot clock but he's he has been better
3: so he's, watching this team, development with him. Watching this team treat games like it's very serious practice and I, development is okay. not fun.
4: I am with you. That is not fun. I'm with you on that. It's not. Hey. And I also think that some of this has to do with Poku being
3: gone. hundred percent. He's the only Poku is fun. <laughs> the only fun potential comes from Poku.
4: I don't disagree because it's it is it is a team of. Professional basketball yes. players. It is With a
3: team like a coach that is very serious and very good and yeah. very intentional. Uh-huh. And these are all great things for a team being better later. As a fan, watching this as entertainment, no fun.
4: Also, I will say that the bar was set so high for us yeah. because we had Russell Westbrook for so many years because he's the antithesis of this team. Yeah. Because he will take these. He would take if he was on the team. He would take all the shots.
3: Oh man, it'd be so fun.
4: He would take every single shot, and if it wasn't a shot, it it better be an assist. Yeah, is is the the way that he would function, and he's was a he was a human highlight reel for so long, and we were we were spoiled by Russ in in that everything anything could be fun, like any game, any moment could just be spectacular Mm -hmm. because of him.
3: Like, it's funny, like, I feel like the front office and ownership has always pushed this, like, blue-collar team for mm-hmm. a blue-collar state and a blue-collar fan. And blo- And it feels like this is actually the first team that, that really matches that. Without
4: a doubt. They, yes. And no one is gunning for their own. They're looking for the
3: right shot. Yeah. Maybe this is a team they've been trying to build the whole time. <laughs> we finally got a blue-collar, nose in nose-in-the-ground team. You. If when you
4: have a team with the talent level of this team, you either do that, or you're the worst team of all time.
2: Yeah. This, this question doesn't lead to a bigger question. It's just, is this fun?
3: No, I have another bigger question for you if you'd like it. Light on us, are You with us?
0: Yeah. I. It's funny. Like I defending the other side of this, and I'm like, I I haven't watched one of their games with a lot of intention. In probably a week, I
2: yeah. also think that right now we're we're in the worst that this season. I think is going to get to where it's we play Houston, Houston, and then Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota Lakers, Lakers. Like it's it's like Groundhog Day, which we just had. Where we're living stuff And back to back. It's like we just saw this. Like yeah. this is happening again. Like and I don't want. I didn't. The first one was you know not great. I don't want to see the second. Mm-hmm. And we have to do that for a t- like full two and a half or not two and a half weeks, but. A week and a half,
0: yeah. And and without without Shea for for this one, Mm -hmm. they're possibly out without Dort tonight. No George Hill. Like some of the things that are making them a little more enjoyable to watch. No Poku, which for me, like, what's even the point of watching this team at that point? But I will be, and I said this in a text thread, and I know there'll be people that think I'm insane. I will be more excited to watch G League games than some of the games that I've watched of the Thunder in the last week.
4: Yeah. I, there weren't many people watching on Monday night against Houston in the second half <laughs> in, yeah. that were in the arena, that were there in person. However, I did enjoy some Mike and Ikes that night.
3: Ooh. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Which was
4: fun to eat oh, Mike yes. and Ikes. And also, they served us hot spaghetti and meatballs that Oh, night. spaghetti and meatballs. Yes, which was very fun. Very fun.
3: Did you get a packet of uh, Parmesan cheese? They didn't
4: it? have any. They did have ketchup, which I threw at Royce Excuse whenever me? I walked through.
3: They gave you ketchup for your spaghetti. No, they just it? had oh. it
4: sitting out, and I, oh. Royce, I walked away, and Royce was like, "Man, I wish they had some ketchup." And I said, "I'll see what I can do." <laughs> I found some.
2: There's no. He didn't put it on his.
4: He would, he had, by the time I got back, he had already eaten. He said that would be his little halftime snack.
3: Wow. That's lovely. I love spaghetti. A ketchup, a ketchup packet? Just a little ketchup packet. <laughs> <laughs> Royce is like, if Royce gets that 2.30 feeling in the afternoon, he's like, man, I'm getting tired. He just pounds a couple of ketchup. He, he goes to the fridge and just... <laughs> 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 yeah, that's gross. Well, I guess there's... I thought maybe we were going to get more of a debate, but I guess we're kind of all on the same page. We're all equally bored here. Yeah. That's. I mean, this season was going to be this... Yeah, I guess I did expect a little bit more, I think. I think I expected just like some games where, man, Baisley's really trying things. He postered someone this game. Or, you know, I thought we'd get more highlights. I thought we'd get more zing, more zang.
4: They don't have zing zang
3: guys. They really don't. I wish Shea was.
4: The only one is Hami.
3: But right? he hasn't even been. I mean, they're trying to rein him in. So he's like dribbling to get to the freaking elbow for a pull-up jumper.
4: No, he's not trying to get. He's trying to get to the bucket. Uh,
3: I've seen a lot of pull-ups. There's, there's too me. many elbow jumps. They're trying to write in.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's that is exactly what they're trying to write in. Uh, L-Man, you have an online deep. Well, dive? I thought you had a
3: bigger question. I can ask you a bigger question. No, this can be your on. your d- your deep dive. No, here's
2: my deep dive. That lady that got kicked out.
3: <laughs> 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 okay, let's talk
2: oh, about this. No. Oh man, so this lady. LeBron like got into it I guess with this lady's husband and to start off the lady is 25 and the guy is seemingly 60 60. I would guess 55 but probably 60 that's yes he's got to be 60 and there was they reviewed like the tape or someone reviewed it and the only thing that they can hear him LeBron say about this guy is he calls him old steroid ass yeah <laughs> which i which you see is you know he's a very fit guy which uh makes me decide that i want to do steroids i would do i would do if you can look like that i would do one but but on i would do one i would do <laughs> a not, very experienced man on steroids i would do one. i would do one round of steroids <laughs> but i i i went to the girls uh instagram which is now private but, yeah, but Is her it? followers have jumped up pretty oh, man. pretty well. Oh, God. Uh, and she's just defending her man. I so, to
4: see that. She loves
2: him.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true love. There's no doubt about that. Uh, they they kind of had a deep dive on the Dan Levitard show about it a uh-huh. little bit, so I have some info for you Okay. On all right. They met at a nightclub in Miami. That oh, was wow. where they had their first... <laughs> her first kiss and they live they split their, their time, time is- between Miami and Atlanta yes yes Luke I love that yes <laughs> this love man. Uh this is true love and she has her own YouTube channel where she teaches you how to do your hair for when you go to Turks and Caicos oh, oh. yes, oh. yes. A- <laughs> we can <get, we> <laughs> and they do a couple's q and I guess no. and, they, and you really get into their relationship where they met how their how their true love really wow. formed. I love that Network also on
2: Twitter was like like had was aghast that she was twenty five yeah and on her Instagram she posted to prove it she posted her passport <laughs> for a portion <laughs> of it that showed her birthday is that all she's got she doesn't have a driver's license well I don't know she but she it's four of ID you can get into a bar with it it's it's sufficient wow okay but I was just, I loved it I loved it I, I, the other thing is I cannot believe that Lena has. Fans on the sidelines I know. That, that
4: aren't wearing masks.
2: Well, they took uh, taken off the masks to yell at him. Why would that be allowed? I don't know. Well, I apparently it wasn't. They got kicked out. But the other thing, they found old pictures of LeBron when he was in Cleveland, and this guy on the sidelines in Atlanta, like he's been giving LeBron crap for years. Really? Wow. Yes. Yes. And you just see the same guy just there
3: in Cleveland or yeah. in Atlanta, when, in he Atlanta when he was on. In Atlanta, he was on Cleveland. <laughs> Interesting, and so it uh, oh, God, it's just great. Do you I think those, it. those, um, those courtside seats are more expensive this year or less? I bet they're the same price. I have you no think?
4: idea. Those are probably season ticket holders, so that's probably,
2: yeah, the same. But I loved it. That's my deep dive. And Taylor, Taylor even went, went, went deep.
3: We went there. I was, I was very into this story too. I thought it was I loved hilarious, it, it was yeah. really good. And she was like posting, I was seeing a lot of her. Selfie videos as she was like walking out of the arena, just really pissed off and saying she would F LeBron up, which is funny.
2: (laughs) It is good. I will F him up. I'm afraid they're not going to be invited back, but they
1: probably will be. I have no idea. Uh,
4: Let's take a quick break.
1: Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover. Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more.
4: When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash dunk. That's LinkedIn.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And now we're back from that quick break. Twitter
2: questions! We're back. Twitter questions. Our first Twitter question comes from at underscore Siddiqui. Who wants to know why do the Thunder keep winning when we specifically ask them not to? <laughs> this is
4: uh, Mark D. Man,
2: he's a good coach. I I I think that's right. He,
4: I I like him. He's what what he's throwing out there. The players are latching on to. and I think you. you you can tell because after the games, the players are saying the same stuff that he says pregame about like certain phrases, and so it's like they—they're
3: young, multiple minds. They're all on the same page. I like that,
4: which helps. I like that.
3: Uh, next Twitter question comes from Matt Banjo
2: who wants to know: At what point do we get worried we're too good to tank?
4: Well, I mean, if they get through the month of February and are. Anywhere at or above 500, then I think you should worry. Uh, Because they got Minnesota-Minnesota, which are both winnable
3: games. (laughs) Minnesota-Minnesota-Minnesota-Minnesota.
4: Lakers-Lakers-Denver, Milwaukee-Portland-Milwaukee, Cleveland-Miami, San Antonio-Atlanta-Denver. So if they can get through that and be at or above
3: 500, then you can worry. No, it's over because it's a shortened season. I mean... At that point, our season is completely screwed. We're too good. It's over.
4: I'm just saying, if they can get through that and be close to 500, then they're and they're not going to make the playoffs, and they're probably not going to make the play in.
2: You're also going to be so mad because you've lost your bet.
4: I'm probably going to lose True. my bet anyways. I mean, I probably lost my bet Wednesday, really.
3: Yeah, thousand, no, I think, think you still have two. I think you have one win left. No, two wins left. I know. That's
4: what I'm saying.
2: And you didn't have to no, give us both $100.
3: <laughs> no, it upped. Jay questioned us, so it got up to uh Each 200 Each, Yeah. Oh, $200, yeah. Right. That's Jay. But um, I, I do have this idea that, like, the, co- the team, your coach, and your organization can be so good that it uplifts this crappy team to, yeah. like, the middle of the pack where you don't want to be.
4: Just wait and see where we are at the end of the month. All
3: right, we'll hold off
4: on this. That's there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of wanting to jump to conclusions, and that was happening. You know, even like when they beat Phoenix, right? Mm -hmm. They beat Phoenix, and everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, this this team." And then by Monday night, the conversation after losing to Brooklyn by a lot and losing to Houston is a lot is like, "All right, tank time." They're horrible, and then they beat Houston again. It's like, "Oh my gosh, this team is too good." It's just. It bounces back and forth <laughs> at every single game. Trust mm-hmm. me. It does. It's, and it's, you know what
3: that is? That's a it's annoying is what it it's is. It's annoying, but it's a 500 debate for a 500 team. It's
4: absolutely an annoying debate.
3: <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes
2: from at Kyle Panabaker. He wants to know, ducade Suggs, Mobley, Etc. have all real superstar potential. We look at Zion and Luca as those franchise-altering type players, but I just don't feel like these guys are getting that kind of buzz in college.
4: Yeah, I mean, part of it's that Cade isn't somebody that's – he's also – he fit really well on this Thunder team and that he's not a guy that's going to go out there and take 50 shots. And he's – I mean, the dude asked to come off the bench the other day for Oklahoma State. He, he's a he's going to be a tremendous leader at the pro level, and I think that he's going to be a guy that affects winning at a high level. Um, but he's also not like the craziest athlete; like he's not a rest level athlete either. Um, so I think all those things kind of play in. Zion was easy to pump up because. He was this giant man that could jump just crazy out of the gym He's and
2: bursting out of his sneakers. Yes, yeah. literally, <laughs> literally,
4: literally destroyed his sneakers on the court because he is just such a giant. Uh, it was that one was easy to pump up. Luca was not. Dur- before the draft, there were so many questions <laughs> about what Luca was. Some people were calling him like a better version of Joe Ingles. I mean Yikes. that's that's what was happening with Luca. So Luca's not this. The hype wasn't the same amongst the people that knew what they were talking about. Yes, but amongst like the general basketball community, no. And so I think the hype with Cade and Luca are probably similar. And I'm not saying that. I mean, it if Cade was as good as Luca, that would be unbelievable because he was an MVP candidate candidate in his second year. I mean, that that's a high mark to hit. Uh, but I think I think Cade Cunningham is there with regards to hype.
0: Uh, and then I think I think Jalen Suggs is a guy that, if you look at somebody that's going to be the one that, if you go back to the conversation we had during Tayshawn's factoid fickery dickery, like I think there is a part of it where Jalen's the more exciting guy probably yeah. than Cade, but yeah. Cade has the potential to be. I, it, and I know that it's going to take an incredible amount of luck for this to happen, but if Oklahoma City and Cade were paired together, I'm not sure there's been a prospect that was more perfectly wired for the culture of the Oklahoma City Thunder yeah. than Cade Cunningham. He also chose
4: uh, to uh, come to Oklahoma to play college basketball.
0: Right. And Maybe the thing? Thunder have to hire his, I think it's his dad or his brother as one brother. of the coaches. And Bring you know, him on, man. Bring him on the staff. Whatever it takes. Uh, Mobley is a wild card in the sense that, he is if he becomes any part of what he could be he'll be maybe the most unique center to ever play the game uh in the sense that he can do everything on the basketball court his three-point shot isn't quite there um but he is one of those guys that's just a unicorn in every sense of the word the Mm. the other one that i think
3: there is a joke itch you know
0: Yes, but uh, yeah, I mean they're v- they would be very similar except for Jokic is obviously far larger, uh, like three times maybe the size of Mobley, at which is point, what I'm concerned that, about.
4: At that point, it's it's really not a stretch that he's three times the size of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the other guy that I think you're gonna watch uh, here this week, actually is I think Jalen Green's the other guy. In my just from what I've seen from the limited clips, because most of what we're watching for him is AAU in high school. Yeah. Uh Jalen Green's the guy that honestly is the guy that gets me the most excited to watch him play just because he's I mean, he's a streaky high energy scorer can defend if he wants to, like he's kind of the guy and we'll see, he may show up in the, the G league and, and not be as exciting as he was. But from, from what are the indications that I'm getting from people that seem to know what they're talking about is Jalen Green's another guy I get pretty excited about. So I don't know if these guys, I, I think I, if I was going to bet, I think Cade is that franchise altering player. Yeah. It makes me terrified that he's going to end up in Detroit, uh, which is, it's just, I think, With a good prospect, if if you get them in a good organization, it can dramatically impact who they become, Mm -hmm. uh, the full extent of who they become. So Cade's the one I'm obviously the most excited about, but I think those other guys have high potential, obviously, as well. I don't know if they're kind of that generational talent, uh, but we'll see.
4: Yeah. No one thought Russ was a generational talent. I mean, certainly not.
3: And also, we thought KD was the perfect guy for OKC, culture-wise.
0: For a decade, he kind of was. Yeah, he kind of was. He
3: was until he wasn't. Yep. All right, let's move on to our
2: next Twitter question. It comes from at Ducky, who says, (laughs) Last season, it seemed like CP3 took Shy under his wing. This season, it seems like Horford's taken Bays under his wing. Luke. Who will be the next veteran player with an untradeable contract that the Thunder bring in to take Dort
3: under their wing? shy you're for you. you just want to see the world burn <laughs> you do want to see the world you burn really do. You
0: it's, it's hard it's uh, you may be nailing it perfectly in the sense that it's a bit but it feels like it's not a bit and so if that's what you're doing you're doing I think a it wasn't job and you turned
3: it into a bit yeah which is good improv is good yeah that's
0: improv at its best
4: uh any untradable wings out there? I would have, I would have said, you know, maybe they already have him in Trevor Ariza, right? Yeah, but he won't even, he won't even join us. Where? where? I
3: keep, I keep forgetting he's alive. Where's he
4: at? Where's he living? He's at. I don't know where he's living. L.A. Just probably
2: downtown.
0: <laughs> okay. Are soon. there?
4: Yeah, Bricktown,
0: <laughs> Deep Deuce. <laughs> Andrew, let me ask you a question. Are there any like? Who's out there other than, I think, the ones we know of, John Wall, Russell Westbrook, who has the gigantic contract that, I mean, Blake Griffin is another one, but none of those guys fit uh, into trying to help Dort become a better professional basketball player. I, I don't know who that would be.
3: Tobias was almost one of those guys, and then he kind of had a, has had a resurgence this year. He's bounced back. He's bounced back. I don't know
0: what, what other bad contracts are out there. That's, that was Obviously, a lot of that was the fruit of some super maxes that didn't really work out for the franchise and then the year of 2016, but those have all gone away. I've got it.
4: DeMar DeRozan.
0: Oh,
3: yeah, that's it. That's the number one for all time, 1A, 1B, 1C.
4: Yeah, that's right. I think DeMar could teach Dort a lot about just scoring in general. It's the next step for Dort is to, to learn from Demar.
3: You want to make this team more boring. You know what? Actually, that's how boring this team is. Demar would bring some zing zang zong.
4: He would bring some zing.
3: He would bring some zing zang zong.
4: He would definitely. He's been good this year,
3: by the way. He's got good dunks. Listen, I like watching him dunk. Everything else about him? Pfft. He's been
4: good. I think if he was on this team, he w- you would have a Chris Paul like resurgence oh, with him. No. I bo- I I firmly believe That's it. That's too much. No, I firmly believe it. That, that, that you would be like, you know what? DeMar DeRozan's pretty good. No. Oh. And he... No, 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 no. He no. is helpful. No, no, no. This no. is... I think I absolutely believe that in my heart of hearts. You believe that
3: about my... Me. Yes. Yes. I do too. Luke, what's he even saying? I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, I have I have one I have I one contract that would never happen in a million years. But if the Thunder wanted to absorb this guy's contract, it would be actually a pretty good player for Dort to learn from. Draymond Green is owed a lot of money for the next three years mm-hmm. on a team that may be okay, maybe not okay. That would be somebody that I don't like I said, never going to happen. Uh, but we also probably said that about Chris Paul. But yeah. I think Draymond would be somebody that could teach Dort a little bit more, kind of the nuance of defense. How it can be even more, uh, even more of a pestering presence on the court.
3: I know that that's someone I would immediately love if he was on my team. I know it, Draymond. Oh my God! Yeah, maybe. No, I know that's one. I can see the future, and I think DeRozan. Is Why your do you guy? think you know me better than I know me? Because you might.
2: <laughs> 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 All right. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from We'll See Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> what <are> the <laughs> sounds coming out of your mouth? Who <laughs> <laughs> says, can I get a Pokumon drop from my man getting sent to the G League?
4: Oh, no. POKU, Poku. getting sent to the G League. Here we go.
2: Pocuman.
3: Maybe we'll do like a uh, we'll keep up with Poku's G League. Career,
4: oh, without right? a doubt, yeah. it may be the most fun thing to it happen is. over the course of the next. Dude, three if weeks. Poku
3: has like a goes like a five for five from three in a G League game,
4: oh, my God. oh, oh my we'll God. go wild.
0: Oh, We're scratch wild. my belly and call me Nancy. No, Andrew, if you want it, man, I will be right here watching the G League game live streaming with you. If you want it, all right. Of course, I want it. You I'm making my whole Friday oriented around that G League game.
3: Yeah. You guys wanna do Zoom watch parties on the G League games? Yes. That would be funny. So yes. Let's yes. It.
0: Let's
2: do it. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. Hold on. Oh, um, it comes from at the uh, elephant king. You what's your worst movie theater experience? Ooh.
4: I think the worst movie theater experience happened. With Alex, we were, I don't know, we were maybe 13 years old. Parents dropped us off at the mall, going into the mall, wanted to go see a movie. The only movie that we wanted to see was a movie called How High. We Mm. weren't old enough to see that movie. So we bought tickets for Harry Potter, Mm -hmm. walk in the theater, and immediately people start following us. We sit down... (laughs) For how high in the very top corner, hoping to watch the movie, and before we even get to the previews, we are yanked out of that theater and kicked to the curb.
3: Y'all must have been really, like, really acting nervous if they know we.
4: We really must have been. It, did, it, it seriously was seconds of sitting down in the theater. There, that is like, right, hilarious. These look at these kids trying to <laughs> go see this movie. <laughs> You know, in hindsight, we should have just gone to see Harry Potter.
3: So did you just leave the movie theater? We just, just left, yeah. Because you got like, when you're that young and you get in trouble or get caught, you just feel. so It's your like, tail between your legs? You're just
2: getting out of there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what mine is off the top of my head. I I would say, I really got to the point where I can't really do midnight, like mm. movie things. Cause I get too tired. Yeah. Um, but uh, let me. It might have been. I went and saw Interstellar by myself. I did, I did, and I fell asleep. I almost (laughs) fell asleep. There was a part where I was like, I was like, I'm about to fall asleep. That's a good one. That's an easy one to fall asleep to late at night, though. There's there's like a spot during that movie where like I I think a lot of people like almost fell asleep.
4: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. That there, yeah, there, there are pockets of that movie that are very
2: sleepable. And I yeah. had to like get up and like go outside and like walk around <laughs> for a little bit. And I, like, some food. And I was like, I just need, I need to walk around or else I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I watched uh, the final Harry Potter. Well, I went with a group of friends and they were real late and getting tickets or they bought them the night of, but it was like a midnight showing or something like that or 10 o'clock showing. And I'm not a huge Harry Potter guy like I've watched them all, but it wasn't something where I was like dressed up for it or anything like that. So I show up and the tickets are front row (laughs) and on the corner of the front row. And so, I mean, it it, almost like nauseating experience. (laughs) Watching it because you can't focus on the entire screen; you're focused on like individual parts. Uh, that was probably in the running for my worst movie theater experiences. I miss movie theaters, by the way.
3: <laughs> right, I know. Um, I went and saw Austin Powers Gold Member, um, which I guess came out in 2002, which would have put me. I, was gonna I turned say, 11 that year. Yeah, i was gonna okay? say you were not very old. I turned 11 that year, so who I had to go see it with was my mother. <laughs> and as an 11 year old this is pre things starting to change but things are starting to ch- change and shift yeah. in my body Sure. Gold member was so awkward to watch next to my mother <laughs> and she was like laughing at stuff but try- I still remember it she was laughing at stuff but trying to not laugh at stuff because she was like can I laugh with my you 11 year old son about with- this I don't know <laughs> so that was probably the worst movie going experience
4: yeah I would also say another bad experience was um, my grandma took all of her grandchildren to see, um, oh, what's the name of that movie? Lost in, everybody's Lost in the Woods. How High? No, not <laughs> She took us all to see How <laughs> Into High. Into the
3: Woods. That movie?
4: No, the one where they're carrying the camera, they're in the woods. Oh, uh, Blair Witch Blair Project. Blair Witch Project. She oh. took us all to see the Blair Witch Project.
3: Yeah, I bet you're all too young for that.
4: We were way too young for that. It was
3: horrifying. Oh god! I didn't even yeah. know what we were going to see. That was you were going to see a documentary about people getting killed by witches.
4: Yes, it was. I was ruined. Yeah,
2: that's scary. Yeah, that is. A, it was a scary movie. It's a cultural yeah. moment. It was Blair Witch Project. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from Warner West Two, who wants to know taking into account contract. Age, role, etc. Which rookie point guard would you prefer over Theo, if any?
4: Theo! Look, I hate you. Help us. Help us all. Uh, I mean, there's.
3: Rookie point guard.
4: What rookie? I mean, obviously, Halliburton mm-hmm. is the one that comes to mind first. Yes. And, and is... LaMelo. Yeah, he has been tremendous. Yeah, LaMelo as well. Yeah, I think that you. would and I think when he's talking about contracts, like you're paying LaMelo 8 or $9 million a year, right? Yeah. Which I think is fair. Well, it
2: has been 8 or $9 million on his, on his rookie moment. <laughs> his on his top, top, top shot. shot. <laughs> <laughs> I would
4: say Halliburton, LaMelo, for sure are, the, are ones that you would take. Are there any others? Uh, would you take Peyton Pritchard? <laughs> no. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. He's been fun. He's been fun for. The Celtics, but I would not take Peyton Pritchard. Not a chance. Killian Hayes? I mean, Hayes has played seven games. He got hurt. He <laughs> likely will be out the rest of the season. It's just really difficult to say.
0: What about Cole Anthony? No. I Hell was, no. I know you're, you're out <laughs> on him. and.
4: The... Yeah, I was out on him early and remain out.
0: Is Tyrese Maxey more of a shooting guard? Uh, Guys, I gotta
2: go. I'll see you later.
3: Oh, wait. Do we have... Oh, oh no. I forgot to do we it. We didn't make a drop.
2: Oh, this is going to be my drop for when I have to leave. Kay. Okay. It's this.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye, Luke. Bye, oh, man. Bye, Luke. Bye, Luke. Bye, Luke. RJ Hampton.
0: No. No. Oh.
3: Get out of here, Luke. You're distract We still have to do a podcast. We can't worry about your cramping. Yeah, please.
0: But. Please. Uh, what about uh, Emmanuel
4: Quickly? Quickly is interesting. I wouldn't say he's a, I mean, I guess he's kind of a point guard. He's definitely more of a score. He would be the guy, Taylor, that you would say. Oh, would yeah. Be I, li-
3: I like Quickly. The most fun. Did you see him swim on the ground the other day? Yes. <laughs> see, I like stuff like that. I, we need more antics.
4: We have no antics. There's, there are very few antics on the OKC Thunder. This is true. <sighs> um, but yeah, no, that's I mean probably that's probably kind about of it. it. I think yeah. that's. I mean, I think
3: that's kind of the the heart of the question too. Yeah, I like Teo. By the way, I don't. That has not. It, when I think of how boring this team is, I don't include him.
0: Yeah, because he's been pretty. They good. have Desmond. Desmond Bane's a shooting guard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they have him. One of these things I'm looking at has him listed as a kind of a hybrid. Like, he doesn't feel like a hybrid. No, and it, it maybe it's just because he's not that tall.
4: Yeah. Uh, let's see. This is from at Darren EB1. Thoughts on Baisley and our offense moving forward. I think that he needs a bigger role and more shots and touches, which should come after Horford and Hill are moved. A lot of the time, he seems to be a secondary option for Shea, and it's usually just as a dump-off when Shea is double-teamed.
0: I think the thing for Baisley that if I could give him one kind of thing to grow into as a part of this team, as part of this offense, I, I just want to see him be more aggressive. Uh he's still passive. You see him pass up shots that are open. Like I I would always rather him if it's wide open, it even for a second, just shoot it. Mm-hmm. Just shoot it. Mm-hmm. What do you why, why not be the guy that shoots 20 times? Because he seems like he's at least somewhat of a rhythm guy from the three-point line. Like, shoot the ball. And then when he gets to the rim, it, it's. I just want to see him be more aggressive. Like, he has the ability, and we see it from time to time. Like, he's athletically gifted enough to really elevate and and get to the rim aggressively. And too often he will try to kind of pull the ball back, go underneath, kind of lay it up on the side. Uh, and and that's I think a lot of what makes the indecision for him when he gets to the rim, which is still there. It's one of the things we're hoping to see grow. And I think it's probably grown a little bit, but not to the point that that I think I was hoping to see him in Baisley. But for me is it's all about aggression. Like be aggressive. Like if he if Basley had Hami's confidence and aggressiveness. Yeah. Uh, it would be a perfect combination uh, of, of a player for who, who we want out of Baisley. So I still believe it's there. I think it's there for Baisley, but he just even looks timid on the floor sometimes, which is not really what you want out of a player.
4: Yeah, he's really picking his spots. And I think they are throwing a lot at him. I think he's thinking a lot when he's on the court. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you I can would, see that. I would say that in time, I think that he'll become more fluid. Uh, and that could come this season, as soon as this season, because I do think he's a quick learner. I think that we've seen that as well, as far as defense goes. I mean, at the beginning of last season to the playoffs, he became a much different defender. And so with these offensive responsibilities, I would guess that things will change for him.
3: Even like compared to last year, when he puts the ball on the floor and tries to go to the rim. And in those moments, Jay, you're you're talking about where we see it every now and then. I remember last year, he'd put the ball on the floor and didn't really have the moves or these go-to yeah. movements that he could get past a player and just finish at the rim. And this year, he does. And he's dunking it when he does it, too. But he's he really has a pretty good handle. And when he can pump fake and put the ball on the floor and go to the rim, he should be really trying to finish like hard because he could jump over some people. Mm-hmm. He can.
4: He's been really, really working on his zero step. Yeah. And tries it a lot. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's something. I mean, he's really trying to develop some moves.
3: I wish we would run some kind of like, some kind of clear out pick and roll and try to run more. I know we don't have the best passers when it comes to alley-oops on this team, clearly. (laughs) But that is a dude who like, we should be trying to run more things with him. Or like that, um, you remember that just where he'd cut on the baseline from the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And they throw it up from the top of the key. Like, he is that athletic that he yeah, should, yeah, we yeah. should be running. He should be the lob way. catcher.
4: Yes. Instead, they, were, they threw a lob to Al Horford in the last game. Yeah, it was great. Hilarious. That was a highlight. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Third in the MPP voting. Miff, 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 Miffed and peeved. I guess miffed and peeved.
0: I am. Do you want to hear about it? Yep. Yeah. That's what this is all about. That's the point of this segment. So uh, I've uh, at least said this on the pod before. So I had, I was diagnosed with COVID mid December, uh, spent Christmas in COVID isolation. And here's the deal is the thing is that they don't tell you, or I didn't read enough of, is that it just lingers. Uh, For everybody or for for a lot of people, because, you know, there's these long haulers. But for some people, it lingers in like weird ways. And I've told this to the podcast guys. I'm not sure I mentioned this on the pod. So if I did and it's redundant, I apologize. But I lost my taste and smell. Most of it's back. uh, I would say almost 100%. It's a little bit different. But here's what happens is now I get phantom smells (laughs) from time to time and in randomly. And it's still happening. It's been five weeks uh, since I No, gosh, six weeks. And every once in a while, I'll be sitting here and just smell cigarette smoke (laughs) for prolonged amounts of time.
3: crazy. You might want to check your son's backpack, though. He might be uh, getting a (laughs) (laughs) That would be
0: shocking. So I went to my ENT, and he was just like, this is just one of the things. So your cells are growing back, and some of the nerve things that were impacted by the virus are trying to figure out what's going on. And so, like, I have to... Like anytime I start smelling cigarette smoke, I take something that's really strong that I know the smell of. Like I have these little essential oil like peppermint next to me uh-huh. and I just sniff it and then try to retrain my brain Does to it know work? what smells are. Yeah, it at least stops it for a minute. And then the other thing is if I really flare my nostrils and take a big inhale through my nose, then also the smell goes. It's the weirdest thing I've ever experienced.